Okay, so when is this market going to crash? As you saw in the thumbnail, there's a lot of people who have been predicting a crash uh, in the last couple months, uh, in the last year, all the way back to 2019. Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett sat and said, when something's broken, it's going to collapse. And they went heavy into cash. And it collapsed, but it wasn't why they said it was going to collapse. It collapsed because of the coronavirus. So when is this market going to crash? Well, it will, but um, it won't for the reasons you think it will. And it probably won't be anytime soon. And so I want to share with you why I think that is. Now, I know I know a lot of you think that I'm just an old fossil who shows up every once in a while and makes some outlandish predictions. But I've been down this road before, and I know that some of you look at me and say, oh, that would be like my dad coming into the house and telling me I'm doing something wrong, like buying Tesla or investing in stocks in China like Neo and Zing and Ving. And, well... We've been. You're, maybe your dad's right. Maybe your grandfather's right. Maybe they know something. Maybe they've experienced something that gives them some wisdom to see into the future and to judge the events that are happening around them. And Warren and, and Charlie were right. Um, they were just not at the right time. And I don't think it's the right time yet, but I want to share it with you. I want to share my knowledge and Again, I understand I'm an old fart who who just picks things and then changes his mind, but that's the value of wisdom, to recognize when something changes and then adjust, rather than just sit and say, oh no, I'm not going to sell my Tesla. Everything has its run. Okay, I'm not your financial advisor. I'm just here for entertainment and education, and maybe to help you make some good investment decisions. Let's dig into it right after this disclaimer. Best of Us Investors presents Carrie Griegmeier. So my premise is it's not going to crash anytime soon. And, and I think I know why it isn't going to crash. Um, there are sectors that are going to disappear. I, I think it's fair to say that the oil business is going to change, that those people who are selling you gasoline as we switch to electric vehicles are going to have to find another way to make their, their world work for them. So that's probably going to change, and those sectors are going to change, and I think it's fair to say that the financial sectors are going to change and and probably crash as we go into this new world. But look back and understand why markets crash. I basically put it into three, three categories. Um, fear, um, and, and fear is what caused the, the, the crash, if you will, the reaction to the coronavirus of, of March of 2020. But that was, once that fear went away, the, that, 
the market has now found its way back to new highs in record time. Stupidity is another reason why it crashes, or over-exuberance. Let's call it over-exuberance. And that was the dot-com bubble, where, where people just got so wrapped up in, in the movement of stocks, and they didn't really um, see the, the future properly, and they didn't recognize that they didn't have any profitability in their future. And so, we we got over exuberant and i would say that has that that's raised its head again with um with a amc gamestop amstop gamestop i think that's a little bit of over exuberance um and and some manipulation of the market and then the one you really got to look out for is lack of liquidity and that's what the subprime crisis was it's that uh the 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 confidence in the banking system because of their stupidity uh, created a situation where the real estate market collapsed. And so we have to look out for those things. And, and the number one is lack of liquidity, because that's also what came into the dot-com bubble, was that there, there, wasn't, there wasn't enough buyers to sustain those dot-com stocks and the exuberance of the this dot-com, and, the, and they collapsed. So um, how are markets then, how do they turn around? Well, our history tells us, our recent history, and this is where your, your dad and your grandfather can help you out, is that we had a pretty stable monetary system until August the 15th of 1971, and that's when Nixon took us off the gold standard. And to give you some relevance of that, our national debt, in uh, August of 1971 was 400 billion dollars. That's that's the amount of debt we had accumulated over the preceding 200 years. Um, at that time, the S&P was at uh, 98.32. We now have a national debt of 28 trillion dollars. That is a multiple of 71 from 1971 to 2021. And the S&P has grown from 98 to 4,409. That's a multiple of 41. So the, the debt grew at 71.4x, the S&P didn't keep up with it. It only grew at 44.8x. So what has happened and what I'm sharing with you is as long as we have liquidity, as long as we have money, we aren't going to have a market crash. Okay? Um, we had, and, and more recently, going back to March of 2020, we had a market go uh, south in out of fear of the coronavirus and to alleviate the downturn in the market, the government printed where our, our debt went from uh, 20 trillion to its current 28 trillion. Actually, we've only put two trillion of that. So let's call it 26. We, we put um, 
eight, seven, seven trillion dollars into the market to keep it up. Well, that money has to go someplace. Okay, it it, it showed up. Um, Nita and I got a twelve hundred dollar check, and then about a year later, we got a, a, each got another twelve hundred dollar check. That money had to go someplace. In my case, it went into the stock market. Um, in a lot of cases, it went into the stock market. People weren't eating out at restaurants as much. Um, they, they, they weren't getting on airplanes. They weren't get, going to hotels. They weren't going on cruise ships. So that money had to go somewhere. So where did it go? It went to the S&P 500. And the S&P 500 is now at all-time highs. So we, we can't have a crash in the overall market unless there is a fear. What might that fear be? Um, the Delta variant. It, it could create a panic situation. But nonetheless, uh, that money is going to continue to come into our societies. Joe, Joe has proposed another $3 trillion into the market. So, Again, where can we see that these, these, this market is going and what can we learn through it, from it? Well, we have three guys um, that, that want to go into space. Uh, and, and think about that. Up until recently, any, any thoughts about going into space was taken care of by, by uh, NASA. Um, and that's the government. But the government said, no, we're going to step out of that. So f free enterprise came in and entrepreneurs came in and said, we'll take it over. We can do it cheaper. Let's go into space. So that was money looking for some place to go. And it went into space. Um, we are now seeing, as a result of the coronavirus, a revolution in our healthcare system. We have recognized on all levels that our healthcare system is broken. Well, in the past, we would have we have would have depended on the government to take care of that, to to step in and say, okay, we've got to repair. But they aren't. It's being done by entrepreneurs. You have, it used to be that universities would come up with, with drugs and, 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 and the government would fund those universities. That isn't what's happening now. We have companies like CRISPR and Editus and Illumina uh, that are being funded by entrepreneurs. Yeah, the universities are still doing it, but the businessman is coming in and saying, we need to form companies to make this a viable and a faster moving. Well, as I told you in a recent video, within three years, you'll be able to go down to your local pharmacy and buy a, or you'll be prescribed a kit to find out if you have cancer. And then you'll go to your doctor and say, hey, doc, I got cancer. Uh, what's the therapy that can take care of that? And it'll be taken care of. That's the revolution that's happening. And, 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 and again, we have another revolution happening, and it's part of what Joe is trying to finance now, is to rebuild our infrastructure, which interpreting means rebuild our supply chain, because the coronavirus has told us that, in fact, we have a broken supply chain and we're very vulnerable, not only at the supply chain, but cybersecurity. And money is going that way. And it's not the government that's, yeah, the government's printing the money, but it's entrepreneurs that are finding the solutions. Our, our governments, the only reason we need to fund that government is to keep the lights on. 
They aren't, they, and, and keep the printing presses going. The, the, the entrepreneur is taking us to where I, we want to go. And that's why the market can't crash. The entrepreneurs are bringing the technology, bringing the innovation, and the government's providing the money. Well, yeah, but so you're, my kids are going to have to pay for that. That's what my dad said. That's what my dad said when, when we went into debt for World War II. That's what my dad said when we went off the gold standard in, in 1971 and started printing money. My grandkids are going to have to pay for that. Well, I am the grandkid. I am the son. We aren't paying for it. We're just going more. Innovation is taking us there. The government is funding it. Okay? So the market isn't going to crash. The other thing that I think is interesting is there, even with that, there's more money than is, ta is required to fund the growth, to, to, to fund the, the, the revolution in, the biz, in, in, in uh, electric cars uh, and the revolution in health care, the revolution to bring our supply chain back. There's still more money than can be absorbed in all that change that's coming. And where do we see that? Go to your Friday edition of the Wall Street Journal and look at the mansion section. Look at it this last right. There was a home in there for four, what, $47 million. <laughs> How can you put $47 million into a home? Well, you put it right adjacent to a large body of water. That'll help. But and then there's this thing called cryptocurrency, a storage of value. Wait a second. I've got so much money. I got all this money in stocks. I've got all this money in creating rocket ships to take me into space for nine minutes and, and then come back. I still have more money I need to put someplace. Well, let's put it in cryptocurrency, a storage of value. Folks, there's so damn much money out there right now. They don't have a place to put it. So how can the stock market crash when there's so many, so much liquidity that's looking for a good place to go? And they're even going to some bad places like AMC theaters. When's the last time you went to a movie theater? Something else I want to ask you. How much of the Olympics are you watching? Are you watching more, less, or about the same? Nina and I are watching less. We aren't getting excited like it we used to. And we used to get very excited. Maybe it's because we're getting older, but the world is changing. And there's all the money in the world to fund it as long as the government keeps printing money. So it isn't going to crash until someone says, we've got to stop this. And I don't hear anybody saying, we've got to stop this. Now, I do hear the Republicans saying, how are we going to pay for it? A question they did not ask a year ago. They didn't ask, how are we going to spend the money that Trump is putting up in national debt? The $8 trillion that came from 2020, through the end of 20, they didn't ask, how are we going to pay for that? They didn't bring that up until Joe came into office. It was the Democrats who asked that question. They really don't care. 
They really don't care. They just don't want you liking them more than you like us. Okay? So, that's my take. There is going to be any crash. Also, recognize there's tremendous investment opportunities here in the United States. You don't have to go to China. And every day, China is coming. And I told you this two weeks ago. I told you two weeks ago that the risk and reward equation turned on you relative to China as China's trying to clean up their act. It's, it's the Wild West over there, folks. And we had to do it. That's how we invented the FBI. Um, we, we had hell and mayhem all through the 20s and the 30s. Um, and that's what China's going through. And so don't, don't, just, you don't want to be in that risk category. Okay. Uh, the market isn't going to crash until we stop printing money. Um, and I don't see that happening anytime soon. Again, because our healthcare system is broken, uh, our supply chain is broken, and we are extremely vulnerable to cyber attacks. And the only way you can, you can curb all three of those things is investment, innovation, technology, and we have to fund it. So that's my take. Um, I, if, if, if this interests you, if you like this sort of thing, and I know a lot of you don't, uh, subscribe. Uh, come the best of us investors and we'll talk more. All right. I'll be talking to you tomorrow.